Good morning, good morning, happy Wednesday. It is September the 25th. It is hump day Wednesday. And I just want to get right into it. Um, I want to reiterate what this podcast was meant for. You know, if you go to my website, csimpsonjtd.com, you'll learn the story of where Journey to Destiny came from. But the purpose of this podcast, um, you can call it a maybe an audio diary. I mean, not all the, not everything about me, of course, but um, it's a day to day as far as who I am. And I'm nobody special. Like, I want to be very clear. I mean, I'm for me just to explain who I am once again, I'm I'm a husband, a father. Um, I work a nine to five, but I have entrepreneurial endeavors. It's just through a purpose. It's not to say I want to. I want to be a boss. I want to be this. No, it's just, you know, you were made for purpose and you know that you were made for a little bit more than what the nine to five can provide. Um, but also on top of that, balancing the family. I mean, you know, three children, a wife um, that's also having her own purpose. I and mean, she's going right now as of courting this. She's full time student in nursing school. So it's balancing a bunch of life, but balancing a, um, a bunch of areas of life. And in this, I'm just trying to detail this journey in hopes that it'll encourage somebody I'm not looking for anything out of this I'm not looking for anything out of this besides just letting my life be a testimony and this is what it comes down to see everything I mentioned about this journey everything has to do for his glory okay and I mean God God of the Bible God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and the fact is is everything you know a lot of people will say God Oh man, you know, or Jesus, we'll say Jesus, Jesus Christ, God, Son, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all one, um, three, three unique persons, okay? So when I say Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is God. And people say, oh, a lot of people just look at Jesus, oh, Jesus was a good person. Just emulate what he's doing. A lot of people will say, oh, you know, I, I love God, but the fact is, is until he is our everything, then he is not much to us. And the thing about on this journey, see, I have a quote that I, I've just, I got, I got a favorite, a favorite quote. My favorite quote is by Sir Winston Churchill, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. But one of my new quotes, it just kind of came to me, actually, I never heard anyone say it. Um, and maybe, and of course, someone may have said it. And I mean, there's billions and millions of people. Um, but love without correction is no love at all. And I remember talking to someone They just said, just love people, love people, love people And the fact is that's such a misleading quote Just love people Because the fact is, is love comes with correction So you can't say that we love our children When your child is getting ready to stick a, 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 a butter knife into a, an outlet Well, I love you, son But see, no, you, you love them or her by correcting that action By saying no don't do that Turn away And see that's the love that we have When we have a right relationship with Jesus Christ He corrects us in love Every time We get a little away He is the good shepherd We are the lost sheep that go astray He brings us back And I say all this to say is that If you follow me on Instagram I made a post on yesterday And I'll, I'll, try, to, I'll, remember, I'll try to remember to leave the, the link to that Instagram post in the description of this of this episode But it was I hit a wall Over the weekend 
I hit a wall of reality, and I'm just I'm gonna be very transparent. Right now, we are um, down to one income because my wife is full time in nursing, and we are struggling financially. And I'm being very transparent. We are struggling. And see, in that struggle, I was pre- trying to build out all these things on the side and take care of all this stuff, and so much was crumbling. That I was repressing That I was in denial about And the fact is Is things were falling apart And I finally hit over this weekend And God slapped me upside of my head to say What are you doing? And the biggest thing is I always had an issue with Is priorities Prioritization Putting my priorities first I was trying to build out a side business Trying to do all these things and you've heard me talk about them on this podcast. But the problem was my priorities were totally out of whack. And that's where God comes in, his love and correction. Because I hit a wall over the weekend, this past weekend. And in that wall, I realized how broken I was. I realized, dude, I'm getting nothing done. Because why? My mind is unfocused on anything. And I didn't want that. You see, God has to let you hit a wall before he realizes that you don't even have a steering wheel in front of you. <laughs> Thank you, God. It just came to me. We hit a wall because we don't have a steering wheel. You got the foot on the gas pedal, but you don't have a steering wheel. Think about how dangerous that would be. If you're driving down the street right now and your steering wheel just disappears. I think anybody in this world would have to change their underwear. Because that would probably be the most Devastating Terrifying thing ever But yet that's what we're doing We're leading our lives And driving With no steering wheel Because God is sitting there Holding it And he's saying When you're ready to come to me I will guide you Where I want you to go And see I hit a wall Over this weekend Of just frustration Things falling apart Finances are in shambles And there's a lot of things going on And I'm just being very transparent Because I want that I want my brokenness I want my issues I want my transparency For you To see me as a window To the goodness of God That is there for you So over this weekend I really just I'm like God I don't know what to do But see once again He is a God that doesn't leave you the same When you truly put your faith and trust in him, he is a God that will never leave you the same way he comes into you, your life. And see, that's where we see his correction. His correction is his love continually shaping us and molding us to look more and more like Jesus Christ. The goodness that he exhibited, but that's correction that has to take place. We don't just say, Oh, I love Jesus, but yet we still live the same way we did before before that. That's not who he is. There's love in his correction. So what he did is he let me hit a wall for me to finally stop and come to my senses to say, Charles, you are messing up. But see, that's the love. He reveals our imperfections so that our eyes will be focused on his perfections. So even though I hit a wall and I just got like reality hit, like this is not working. He comes right there to show you his love. And see, he did that by telling me one thing. 
well, two couple of things. Like I said, on the, the post on Instagram, I go a lot more deeper. But he said, first of all, your gifts and talents of technology, I never said that was meant for anybody else. And see, that's humbling. Because, see, my thing is like, oh, I'm good at this, so I want to provide that for others. But the problem is, is that not all our gifts and talents are to be shared. Some of our gifts and talents are for us. Now, his purpose is what we're to share. And see, that's what he had to show me. Your purpose and your gifts and talents are not mutually exclusive. They are not one and the same. They're not necessarily even in the same boat utilized together. Because my gifts and talents is our technology. I have a very easy understanding of complex automation, systems, integration, etc., etc. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that was meant for anybody else. And I had to come to the realization. He had to show me, actually, that that was the truth. And I was only lying my lying to myself and pretending like, hey, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to educate people. That was another thing, too, is I'm going to educate people on how to, how to do these things. But see, my mind is so complex, I would only confuse people. And see, I was only lying to myself. Only, you know, a lot of things we do subconsciously. We don't realize it. But that's where his love comes. He brings the subconscious to the conscious to say, look, this is who you are. Stop it. This is who you are. And in that, that's the love that we need to see. That's the correction that he, he shows us. And that's, that's love in that. Even though we're like, man, I was wrong, but he loved us enough to warn us, to tell us and point us in a different direction because that's what he says. Philippians 1 and 6, he begins a good work in you. He will complete it. That's love. Think about how many things we started and stopped. Think about how many things we've gave, given up on. But think about how God has continually, continuously worked on us. He never gave up on us. He never stopped the work that he said he's going to complete in us. That is love. But the fact is, is, is I was doing these things, like even with tech discipleship. And now granted, let me, let me be very clear. Things come in seasons. But see, those seasons are what God puts on our heart, not what we do. So there may be a season after he lets me go through this, a couple of years down the road, he may give me a heart of education where I, now that is where he wants me to be. He may give me a heart to be able to provide whatever service. That is what he's putting on my heart at that time. But we have to be real about what those things are on our heart right now. We have to be real about what God wants us to do right now. Because if self gets in the way, self is going to be prepared to run into the wall to drive that vehicle that we're not driving. There's no steering wheel into the wall. But that's his love in correcting us. So the fact is that he showed me that. But then also he showed me that, you know, a lot of times in the entrepreneur space, we can be like, you know, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be a boss and do all this stuff. I mean, we automatically, like once again, some, some things are subconscious. Some things are very conscious. But some things are subconscious. They're subtle. They're subtle. Very small. You don't realize what's going on. So sometimes they're so subtle, he'll, you know, you, you, you look at the entrepreneurial, people have a checklist. You know, do you, are you a big visionary? Are you tired of the nine to five? Do you want purpose? Do you want financial peace? Do you want all these things? These are entrepreneurial checklists. Yeah, because entrepreneurial life is pretty much about purpose. You have purpose that God has put in your heart. You're an entrepreneur. Because you're not working based off a purpose of somebody else telling you. You're based off a purpose that God has put on your heart. So you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is just pretty much anybody that has a purpose in their heart where they don't need anyone else to validate over them. That's pretty much it. 
But anyway, we subconsciously put ourselves into the position of a, of a, a CEO. So we say, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm leading. But see, that's the issue. And God had to show me that an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur is not necessarily have to be a CEO. See, an entrepreneur knows they have purpose over their life. They know that they have a vision. They know they have a, a um, 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 gifts and talents that can help people make change. But they don't have to be the captain of the ship. And see, that's what he had to show me. He's like, look, just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you have to lead anything. Those gifts and talents plus purpose, you can support somebody else. And see, you look at that. Some people look at that. Well, I'm working for somebody. No, 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 no. See, the difference is you're a partner in that vision. It's like one, the one, one, one platform that I've been kind of working with, and, and I and I told him Jody Burkeen of Man Up God's Way, and. What attracted me to man up God's way is the importance of men and biblical discipleship. So many men will be, we need to be disciple. We all need to be discipled. There's nothing around that. We all need to be discipled because as a new born again believer, we're like a baby. I mean, the symbology of the Bible is amazing because I don't know about you, but if you're truly born again, you knew what it was like. When you, you those scales were off your eyes, when you knew when the Holy Spirit gave you the truth of God's love through through through, um, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, and now you see the world with a different light, you see sin in a different light. But see, the thing is, at that time, you're a baby, because guess what a baby has to do? Baby has to learn how to walk. Baby has to learn how to talk and read and write and you know who to follow. And that's why we need discipleship. You need a more seasoned. Believer, someone that has been born again for some time and the Holy Spirit has been changing them with some time to come alongside those new believers and disciple them. Why? Because if not, remember, the sheep will be devoured by the wolves. So there's a lot of people that are sitting under false teaching that are born again believers. But the fact is they're being led by false teachers. That's why we need more discipleship. So that's what attracted me to man up God's way because we need, as men, we put up more walls than President Trump or the Great Wall of China or anything else can ever build. We put up a lot of barriers in our lives when it comes to transparency and letting some baggage go so that the Holy Spirit can fill us up. So that's why we need more men to lay those barriers down for biblical discipleship. And that's what attracted me to man up God's way. But here's the thing. I've gotten really close with Jody Burkeen, who is um, the founder in, 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 um, of man up God's way. And God had put on my heart and, and he's continually giving me subtle invites to his platform. And I want to help you. I want to you have a strong passion for the gospel. and I want to help you in any kind of way. And see, God had put on my heart was like in a situation like this. See, Jody's a CEO. I would be the CTO. And see, the difference is that it's a platform where you can truly step into purpose. And you have other brothers or sisters in Christ that will allow that purpose to blossom because they see your purpose. They see your passion over a certain thing and they see an area where they have no idea how to, to do any of what you're talking about and they want you to come alongside, not to work for them, but work with them to grow this. See, that's the thing is we are not always CEOs. 
You may be a CFO. You may be a CTO like me, your technology operator, you know, officer. You're a financial officer. Maybe you're a sales officer. Maybe whatever it may be, your gifts and talents doesn't have to equate to the CEO position. And that is the correction of God, his love to say, look, your gifts and talents are great. You can do these things wonderfully. But the captain of the ship is who you're not. And I say God is the captain, captain, of course, I'm saying. But there are other people that will step in with the focus and structure to be the CEO. Will you humble yourself to say, I can work under or alongside someone else? Because he actually, I take that back, alongside. Because he only the mentality of, of, of pride will say, I'm working under somebody. You're not working under somebody. Titles are titles. But if that person's a, that person could be a CEO and you could be a, a janitor. But the fact is, is if that person is treating you and honoring you like you are a member of the executive board, guess what? That CEO now is looking at you as a partner, not a subordinate. And that's the same thing is God will put you around some people that you can say the title is a title, but they honor your passion and your purpose to you're a partner And now granted This could be somebody In the 9 to 5 space And I'm not saying This is just for entrepreneurial But I know my mind Is so complex and visionary It's hard to say That the 9 to 5 Would be something Where I can let that stretch I just I don't Because the purpose That I have too Is really complex And it's really particular Over a certain area So I know this is long But I just want to be transparent This journey to destiny is all for the glory of God. I'm not special. Trust me. I don't pretend to be some influencer. I don't pretend to be anyone. I mean, I, I can. I, the wisdom and knowledge that I have is the wisdom and knowledge that I've experienced and I've read about. So I'm not going to be the one to step outside of my outside of my realm of understanding. Put it like that. But I want to take what God has blessed me with to encourage others. I want my life to be a living testimony of his goodness. I don't care if it's 10 people listening to this, 100, 1,000, 10,000, etc. If one person hears this testimony, hears of the goodness of God and wants to experience that and they open their heart to truly say, God, I want to know more about you. I will rejoice because the what I have what I have been obedient to do to give him the glory is all worth it. I'll do it over and over again. And that's what I want this platform to be for. I don't pretend to be, like I said, I'm not special. Trust me. I mean, even if you look at my website, I mean, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist at times. So yeah, I probably, the website, it's a template. I mean, let me be real. It's not a, literally, I mean, I'm just trying to say that I don't want you to think that here's anything about an image for me. I don't care about an image. I am flawed. I am broken, but I am imperfect. And I serve a perfect God. And that's what this journey is about. And see, the journey to destiny for me is the journey for all of us to grow closer to Jesus Christ. To see the love of God that is there for all. You know, and I know some of you may listen, it's the whole, you know, on a theological standpoint when it comes to um, the Christian belief. And people will say, oh, okay, you know, Calvinism, Arminianism. I understand both. That's why I won't have to, I don't have titles. I don't care for titles. I understand the purpose of both. But one thing I do is I know that God said that he will draw his lost sheep to him. 
he also said that all have the opportunity. What he did on the cross was for the world, all people. So the fact is, no matter what you got going on in your life, know that God paid the ultimate price on Calvary. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the ultimate price on Calvary. He came fully God, fully man, cloth in humanity, and he allowed himself to be a sacrifice for the world. So we deserve death. We deserve his righteous judgment because we've broken his laws. We, we lust in our heart. We're adulterers. We, we, we hate We've had hated someone at some point So we're murderers We've lied, we've cheated, we've blasphemed We've broken his law There's no good in any of us So by his righteous standard If, he's, if God is f- truly and fully good Which he is That means he has to punish those that are not Because he is the judge of this world But see here's the thing is We could not keep that on our own So Jesus came Fully God, fully man, clothed in humanity Came in this world Pointed all of those to what he was getting ready to do. He surrendered himself as a sacrifice on the cross, shed out his blood for each and every one of us. He died, was risen, risen from the grave. Buddha, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, none of them were risen. Jesus Christ is alive, risen, back to heaven, and he's coming back for each and every one of us. And see, that free gift of salvation that he gives is the love that he has for each and every one of us. So I want my life to be that testimony of his goodness. That is what this podcast is about. I thank you. And and before I go there, that's what this podcast is about. Until we get real about who Jesus Christ is in our life, then we won't see that change. We turn from the things of this world to sit here and say, God, I want your love. I'm broken. I'm tired. And that's the thing is, even when you are born again, he will still reveal the brokenness of self. He continues to work. Why? Because we're continuing to be corrected in love until the day we take our last breath or he comes back to this world. But at some point, we got to be real to say, God, am I doing this by my own might or have I truly surrendered to you? And if you are a professing Christian that says you know him, but yet you still find yourself in willful sin, planning sin, that I, I challenge you to truly test and see, God, am I truly living with you or am I telling myself this? Because a true relationship, we love correction. We see his goodness in so many things because our eyes are blinded to our eyes are, are, are no longer blinded to self and selfishness. And instead we see his love to break every piece of that self and selfishness in our life. So I thank you for listening. Um, I remember somebody, and I'll leave it at this. I remember somebody saying that 
as born again believers, we are not to be a mirror, a reflection of those that live in this world, meaning that they live totally sinful, totally of this world, you know, doing whatever they want to do. And I mean, just all the sin, you name it, you know what sin is. Everybody knows what sin is. So we're not to call to be a mirror to this world, but a window. Because what happens is If I call myself a Christian And a person that's not a Christian But if they look at me And all they see is themselves A sinner, a liar, a hypocrite Then that's all they'll see Christ as But if we're truly born again And we're a window Then see those that look at us Instead of seeing us They look straight through And see the love of Jesus Christ So I do challenge you that We must be windows to the world And not mirrors not purely saying that we love Jesus Christ, but our actions and our hearts show otherwise. So I hope that through this podcast and wherever you follow me on other platforms, that in me, all you can see of his, all you can see is his love. See the window. And like I said, I'm not perfect. He has continued to work on me. And this past weekend was a wonderful testimony of his love. And now my priorities are in, in, intact when it comes to what I need to do and be fulfilling for his purpose over my life, for his will over my life. So I'll leave it at this. I hope someone is encouraged by this. Um, listen, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, normal, I'm a normal guy. Like I said, I don't have it all together. But one thing I will say is that if you ever need an ear, if you ever want to share anything or you need a prayer request, look, just drop me a message. Social media, C. Simpson JTD, um, Instagram, Twitter, or even send me an email, Charles at C. Simpson JTD. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I know I'm special, but I do know that I serve a very, very perfect and special God. Um, that the same thing he can do for me, he can do for you. And I believe that. So I hope you all have a blessed rest of your week. And um, talk to you tomorrow.